everyone. Welcome to the 401k Marketing Podcast. Are you ready to be the go-to expert in the retirement plan community? Listen in as we share ideas, resources, and best practices that you can use to professionalize your firm, demonstrate your authority, and earn more 401k business. Rebecca Auerhan and the team at 401k Marketing work with clients to help them build their brand awareness and showcase their expertise. With her today is Brian Adcock of Adcock Financial Group. Brian leads the firm's retirement plan consulting team, and they work with businesses to implement and monitor retirement plans. Rebecca, tell us more. Hey, Brian, welcome to the podcast today. It's always a pleasure to uh, connect with you. Now, before we dive into learning about some of the secrets to your success and how you keep your clients raving fans and super happy, if you could give us a little bit of background who you are and how you got into the 401k space. Yeah, so I would say that I grew up in the financial services industry and I was lucky enough to join my father with a life insurance practice and a established health insurance business. And the dream for me when I came in business with him was that I was going to follow in his footsteps and sell life insurance and things like that. But, you know, I came into business and they tell you to call on your parents, your family, their friends first. And you know what? They'd all bought insurance for my dad already. But uh, we started kind of thinking about some of the business that we had. And I asked my father, I said, we have all this health insurance business. Why are we not doing the 401k side of things? And he said, Brian, I don't know anything about the 401k business. I said, well, shouldn't we be doing that? He said, yeah, go figure it out. And so I was blessed enough that I had a, a dad that said, hey, if you think we should be doing this, let's go ahead and do it. And so we spent a lot of time of trying to get educated and make sure we built an experience for clients on the advisory side of things. And as part of that, uh, one of the things that I think really makes us unique and something that I really enjoyed was the education side of things. And mm. for me, part of the thing of being in business on the 401k side of the world is I feel like I can truly make a difference in somebody's life by sitting down and spending 15 or 20 minutes and just having a conversation with them and helping them make informed decisions around their retirement plan. So our business has always been focused to make sure that we provide education services. Our, we have an education team today. They don't sell 401k. They don't go out and sell rollovers or things like that. That's not their role. And their job is to really just go help our clients, employees. And I will tell you, it's something about the business that I still to this day love the most and uh, love doing education and getting out and uh, having a chance to make a difference in someone's life. I love that. So a lot of people have never met with an advisor before. They've never had a face-to-face -face interaction. And a lot of times the very first financial conversation that they have is at a you know, in the lunchroom with the education specialist. And they say, hey, I, I have a question. This is kind of awkward. You mind if I talk to you about? And then they tell you whatever it is. I, I think that's so cool that you and your team are able to be those sounding points. And you'd be surprised. There are certainly a number of people that have never had that opportunity that might be considered blue collar, but you'd be surprised at the higher up executives at some of these companies that really don't have a background in that area. They've been very successful in what they do. They know that very well. But like a lot of folks, they're intimidated or don't spend a lot of time focusing on that side of their 
life. There are a lot of things they prefer and enjoy a whole lot more family business. And it's not an area that gets a lot of love. And so uh, it's important that we have that focus. One of my friends who's a financial advisor, 401k advisor, he said it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. This one, his brother-in-law comes over and always asks him for questions. He sits right next to him. He chats, the brother-in-law chats the whole time and asks him all these questions. And he's like, hey, why don't you talk to an advisor? And then he punches him in the arm and says, well, that's because it's you. And for that reason, he tax deducts Thanksgiving and Christmas. (laughs) I love it. Brian, let's uh, talk a little bit how you are known as the hair. And we've seen that your team is extremely involved in the Tampa-based community. So share us like that fun fun nickname that you've got, how you got that, and then tell us more about your local involvement. Well, I would say that the hair is certainly not known for what (laughs) is on top of my head. Um, But we actually were recently doing some work at St. Joseph's Children's Hospital. And we had Christmas in July. And as part of the promotion for that, we were doing some interviews at a number of the local TV stations. And in one of the spots, when they went ahead and typed in my title for St. Joseph's Children's Hospital, instead of typing in chair, they misspelled it and put hair. And so on the broadcast, it said the hair of St. Joseph's Children's Hospital. And, you know, I thought, man, There are a lot of people that probably hated on my hair. I thought my best days were behind me when it came to my hair, but apparently not. And the news media saw it differently. And the foundation actually asked and said, hey, we've reached out to the news station and asked them to change everything. I said, look, everything's already aired. I said, let's have fun with this. I am okay poking fun at myself all day long. If it's going to make a positive difference, and maybe it gets more attention. And thankfully, maybe not because of the hair. But a lot of people that volunteered, we had a record-breaking Christmas in July, and uh, that'll make a big difference in some people's lives. But at the end of the day, I would say that we truly love giving back to the community. The Children's Hospital is one of those areas that I try and spend time really focused on. I have a daughter that was born premature, and for the first 13 months of her life, we were not sure she was going to make it. And thanks to the work that the hospital did. She is a young, vibrant, beautiful athlete today, six foot one volleyball player. They thought she might have stunted growth, so maybe she was supposed to be six three. I don't know, but she's uh, fantastic. But my father, my grandfather, my mother really promoted making sure that we were involved in the community. We love it as a family, but I would tell you our office does a great job of continuing to stay involved in the community as well. And we encourage our staff to, to get engaged in something that they really believe in and, and being able to give back to uh, the community. And uh, I would say it's something we feel really positive about, but I also think it, it has an impact on our business as well. Let's talk about that. How do you believe being so involved in your local marketplace does impact the business? I would say it's a few different areas that really stand out. One it really gives us a chance to interact with other leaders in the community that we might ordinarily not have been exposed to. And uh, we get a chance to know each other, which is really a nice thing. But uh, really, the involvement we have with them, the visibility that we get in the community, but more importantly, even our existing clients get a chance to see how much you care about others. And that's something that day one, when I came into business, my father told me, People don't care how much you know. It's more about they care about how much you 
care. And so those are the things that are still really important. But I, I think it really does a good job of showing who we are as an organization. And I think that's impactful. So they get a chance to see what kind of heart we have for people around us and uh, also for our community. And I think people like doing business with groups that do good things, uh, are good to each other, are good to people, and not only make a positive difference in their company and in their employees' lives, but in their community as well. Absolutely. That's such a powerful thing to give back. And once you get involved with it, you're having fun. Like it actually takes on a life of its own. You're having a great time. You forget like, oh, right, I'm volunteering at this or I'm joined this organization because you you like the people. And that's why we encourage our staff is, is they want to get involved in things that are passionate to them, whether it be Make-A-Wish or Feeding Tampa Bay or the YMCA or their college. They're going to enjoy the heck out of it. And as long as you enjoy it, you're going to show up, you're going to be a part of those meetings, and you're going to make a difference. So true. And it's amazing how you get to meet people from so many different backgrounds and you have the same, at the end of the day, you have similar values because you're all part of the same group, but you come from such a diversity and that I think strengthens your global knowledge as well. You hope so. You hope it as somebody that leads a couple of different organizations, you want that diversity and you want the experiences that they all bring to that organization that makes them passionate about why they're a part of it. I think it's such a cool thing. Going back to your business and your growth, what are some of the current business development strategies that you're implementing? So we're in Florida. We have continued to be pretty active in some of the gatherings that we've done. Uh, We've always been big believers in doing small events. I will tell you that I think we're in a relationship business and relationship at the end of the day is incredibly important. So I'm not a big believer in cold calls. I know that there are people that do it. I know there are people that are successful, but I've never really seen a lot of success from making cold calls. Uh, At least it's pretty painful process to go through. And I feel like part of the reason I love this business is I love the relationships and uh, we're looking to build those long-term relationships. Getting a chance to do small fun events has been really something that's impactful. We do a very large retirement event each year, but We try and really spend some time doing some fun things. And at the end of the day, our tagline is experience something greater. We don't have a tangible product, not something you can get in the car and and drive home in. You can't smell that new leather or anything like that. So at the end of the day, it's that experience that we deliver and anything that we do, whether it's from a meeting or one of the events that we put on. And so we try and do some fun things. So one of for example, during the pandemic, we did a, a bourbon tasting hmm. and um, we, it was actually called Whiskey and War Stories. And uh, we actually had a bourbon company called Horse Soldier, which is a veterans led group. And uh, if you've ever seen the movie 12 Strong, which stars Chris Hemsworth in it. Um, I will watch it now. <laughs> now, see, you're on board. And so the gentleman that he is portraying is somebody who was one of the first special forces on the ground in Afghanistan following 9-11. And he was able to tell us the story of going in to Afghanistan and what that was kind of like. But at the same point in time, he also, they started a bourbon company when they got out. And so it's been a very successful bourbon that has been up and coming. So we had them come and do an event like that. And it was able to get people together 
at a point in time where people really hadn't been getting together. I love doing some golf things. I'll tell you curling. I live in Tampa, Florida, but curling. Yeah. Curling has been a blast, something that people really enjoyed. And we just try and come up with some great venues and try and have something that is fun and really get a chance to build a bond with community leaders, business leaders, and hopefully there's an opportunity and we're there when it's time for them to look at their 401k plan. One of my friends who works at a census, she is really into pickleball and she lives in Florida. She says, everyone's obsessed with pickleball. I never even heard of it before. And she raved for 45 minutes on our last Zoom conversation. Yeah. Pickleball is certainly a big thing and uh, really taken off. And I've seen a lot of country clubs and other areas converting tennis courts into Mm. uh, pickleball courts. And certainly it is an up and coming thing and something that more and more people can do, but uh, I've not spent a lot of time playing it, but people I know seem to love it. I I don't know if you know this, but I did a presentation last year for FI360. It's called Marketing on Any Budget. And one of the slides in there, I talk about the idea of doing a client appreciation event. And I stole it from you. I'm telling you that now. It's a barbecue. So every year you do this huge grill. What, it's Veterans, Veterans Day, Day barbecue. Yeah. yeah. And I, sorry, Brad, I don't know if you knew this, but I totally stole it from one of our conversations. <laughs> I put it in the slideshow and I said, this is how you can give back to your clients, invite centers of influence and prospects and do a cool event. So tell us more about this barbecue and the grill master that you are. I like to acknowledge the fact that I, I am a award-winning barbecue, uh, having won the first uh, Veterans Day barbecue. We're getting ready for our next one. And uh, it is expanding. It's getting bigger, but it kind of goes back to a a friend of the community and and a client. He and his son were talking a little bit about uh, barbecue. And I said, well, mine's probably better. And I egged him on and (laughs) kind of pushed him. But I said, you know what? And this is during 2020. And we said, hey, let's go ahead. Why don't we have a barbecue? And let's just get people together. People that feel good about getting together and would like to participate. Let's do something for veterans. He was a veteran. And so we put it together and it it was not easy to do. It turned out that we ended up cooking in a hurricane. Oh God! So we actually had a hurricane come through and it was a blessing in disguise because at the end of the day, we sold out a barbecue. The community rallied around us. We didn't have any barbecue left. And uh, we had people that really jumped in and they said, you know, let's make this a thing. So now we have other companies that have said, hey, We want to be a part of this. We want to get involved and give back to veterans. Tampa Bay is an area that uh, really has done a great job of supporting its veterans and uh, has actually been acknowledged for that. And uh, I know San Diego, where you're at, y'all do a great job as well. And so we're doing that as well. We're trying to get the, uh, actually, I think the Yankees may host us uh, this year at their spring training home. And uh, so we've got a number of folks, but the idea is that it's just doing something good for people and giving back to our veterans. They're there to protect us and take care of us. And we, we probably don't give them as much love as they deserve. And uh, this is a great way to do it. Great way to give back from a community standpoint. And honestly, is a great way that it's gotten us exposure. That's not the real reason we did it, but it's certainly a great benefit. Love it, love it, love it. Kind of looking at some of the other things that you believe are difference makers over the last couple of years, what do you think has helped grow your business? I would tell you that I don't think there is a a secret to it, but 
At the beginning of the pandemic, I would tell you, we sat down as a team and said, you know what? We are going to be judged right or wrong by our clients and how we perform during this period of time, how we help employees, but we are going to be judged and people at, and companies are going to evaluate us at some point and say, was the providers that we worked with, did they step up? Were they there? And I really laid that challenge to our team and I was floored with the response that we had from our team. They did an incredible job. I will tell you when the SECURE Act uh, came out, we had videos that went through compliance, were approved and taken care of within two and a half days out the client's breaking out the details. And our education team did an incredible job led by Darlene Lander and Kristen Hayes really helped throughout that entire time. And I don't know that we picked up a lot of business uh, during uh, 2020. We helped a lot of companies do some mergers. We were able to pick up some business, but I think a lot of people were focused on other things. But as a result of how we acted and how we responded, that has really been something that has continued to help us grow our business, bring in good quality clients, and I think has been infectious in the right way to bring in people to wanting to do business with us. And so that has been one of the things our team really did an incredible job of um, jumping on things and servicing and taking care of employees. And at the same point in time, we never stopped marketing. We continue to do small events. We got creative using Zoom and when we couldn't do in-person events, but we have continued to try and do that. And what we found is some of the people that have really been our biggest advocates are existing clients and introducing other organizations to us. And uh, I think we will have a record year this year. And I'm really, really excited about what's coming in the fourth quarter. Nice. It's so important to communicate with your clients and your prospect list consistently, no matter what's going on in the world, because if you're not doing it, someone else is. That's exactly right. And someone once told me to do great things and remind people that you did great things, because a lot of times you have a great service model, and but people forget some of the things that you do. And so you got to find a way to remind them, hey, remember all these things that we've done. And uh, I think our team has done that very gracefully. That's fantastic. Great job. All right. Last question for today. In your words, what does Adcock Financial Group do differently to keep your clients happy? I would tell you that I think independence is incredibly important and what we offer. Uh, I think that's resonated with clients to have that independence. They know that we're fiduciaries. They know we do a uh, a great job. Again, I go back to the experience, something greater. Everything that we do from the moment a client walks in or we walk in to see a client, you have to create an experience that wants them to have another meeting. And anytime I have a meeting and I don't do a great job and I don't bring value, there's a chance they won't want to set up the next quarterly meeting. And I got to tell you, one of the things that we have really noticed, and I think the world has really noticed, is since the pandemic, with employee shortages, service really stinks. At most places or restaurants and other spots that you go, people aren't as excited about service. You look at places like Disney World, which are known for the service they provide, the happiest place on earth. Well, people aren't as happy there anymore. 
and service has become much, much more difficult. And so we've said, hey, if we can continue raising the bar and the service that we deliver and the experience that we deliver, that is going to amplify to a lot of different organizations and how appreciative they will be for that. And I think uh, our team has done a really great job with that. And that has made a big difference. Uh, I will tell you the number of employee interactions that we have had really even over the last 24 months has been amazing. We, I think, have had more employee interactions than we have before. I hear from other advisors that they're struggling to get employee meetings but I think some of the things we're doing, keep it fresh. You're helping us put together a piece called 401k day. Now, like who knew 401k day was really a thing, but it is. It's one of the cheesy holidays, but it's a great excuse to do something nice for clients. And it's a great chance to get in front of them and their employees and remind them what we do is different. And I think that has been really impactful. And we try and get really creative. I think From a marketing standpoint, especially through the events, I think we do a great job of utilizing the budget we have as a smaller organization, but we have a national footprint and we're doing work all over the country for clients and uh, we uh, we truly enjoy it and uh, we're looking forward to continuing to have that great experience for our clients. But I would say we do that. We do a great job of listening. And really just trying to be responsive. The basic things that are there, just doing what you say. All right, Brian, to recap, get involved to find an organization that you're passionate about and become the hair. Yeah, (laughs) become the the hair, (laughs) whichever, whichever works for you. But uh, yeah, we're so blessed to be in this industry and we, we get a chance to make such a difference in people's lives, make a difference in your community. And uh, I think uh, there are a lot of folks out there that could use it. And uh, the platform that we're able to use, we can really change a lot of lives. And so we're excited to do that. Rebecca, thank you so much for having me today. It's always a pleasure to see you. Got a chance to see you in Florida early this year. And I always enjoy seeing your smiling face. Thanks, Brian. Thank you so much. And now if folks want to get in contact with you after today's podcast, how can they reach you? They can certainly go to our website and learn a little bit more about us at uh, www.com adcockfinancial.com. And uh, then they can always reach out to me at uh, my email address, which is Brian with an I uh, at adcock, A-D-C-O-C-K financial.com. And uh, then our phone number is 813-935-4091. All right. Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you so much for joining the podcast and sharing your secrets to success. Thank you for having me, Rebecca. And follow this podcast for the latest updates. And of course, share with others. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for listening to today's 401k marketing podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of our guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of 401k marketing. The content has been available for informational and educational purposes only. We hope you enjoyed.